That's really what this is about, is being happy. And not just happiness, but joy. Yeah. You know, that kind of happiness that comes from, from things that really, really matter. Welcome to the Serve, Love, Lift podcast. I'm Tiffany Garvin. Years ago on a quiet beach in Hawaii, I felt the weight of the pain and struggles we all face in this world and how much we need each other. Soon after, this movement was born to serve, love, and lift. I believe that we are meant to serve the world with our unique gifts, love ourselves and others, and lift each other up to live with joy. This podcast is here to help you heal your heart and your life and empower you on your path to becoming the best version of yourself. I invite you to listen carefully and jot down notes that come to mind, whether they come from me or from your own heart. Then, share this episode with three people who you feel could use it today. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get going. This is a wonderful time of year, as the song says. Holidays with their music, joyful activities, family gatherings, sparkly decorations, and more. There's so much to enjoy and be grateful for. So what happens when that feeling of gratitude is difficult to hold on to or to get into in the first place? Maybe life is serving up plenty of stress and old wounds along with those fluffy mashed potatoes and gravy. On today's episode, we actually have a very special guest. It's someone who I'm grateful for. It's someone who has been a miracle for me many times over the last 22 plus years. And he happens to be super handsome. Meet Chris, my husband, business partner, and very best friend. Hello. (laughs) Today we get to chat about gratitude and how it's a wonderful thing, but how sometimes it's just really hard to come by. It's really hard to feel, especially when life gets chaotic and stressful. You know, in our society, we're taught to be problem solvers. And so sometimes what that means is that we look for the things that are going wrong and we focus on the things that are going wrong in an effort to make them better. Right. Sometimes those things drag on, though for a long time. And it can be really difficult to keep your vibration up, to keep that feeling of life is good. (laughs) We are good. You know, we have Mm -hmm. lots to be grateful for, even though this thing, even if it's a big thing, isn't going well. Yeah. And it's amazing because we can kind of gear up for something that's hard and hang on through it and, and help each other through it. But then you're right, when it does last for days or weeks or even months, then that optimism, that, that faith that can sustain you for longer periods of time just starts to get tired. We just can start to wear out a little bit when it's like, well, keep holding up that weight. Yeah, I know you're carrying a massive weight, but just keep holding it, keep holding it. And we can get tired. So what can we do when gratitude is hard to come by? That is the question, isn't it? And I think it's 
going to be a little bit different for each of us in in different uh, situations in our lives. If we think about it from the standpoint of, you know, think about some of the quotes about gratitude, how it says that it is one of the highest human expressions, right? right? That it is the highest of virtues, that a thankful heart makes everything better, right? right? I was reviewing some quotes that I had put on a, one of those quote videos a couple of years ago, and there were a couple that really stood out. Thankfulness is the quickest path to joy. It's going all the way back to Cicero, gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. Randy Posh said, showing gratitude is one of the simplest yet most powerful things humans can do for each other. Amy Collette said, gratitude is a powerful catalyst for happiness. It's the spark that lights a fire of joy in your soul. So there's a lot of power that comes from gratitude. So if we put different attributes or attitudes on a a scale of highest vibration to lowest vibration, I think you would find that gratitude is either at the top or pretty darn close. So how do we how do we get into that that space? Well, it's easier to feel gratitude when your vibration is high. Right. It's easier to get to that space if you're trending in that direction already. So I guess a principle to go by is that when you're feeling down and, and you really need to have gratitude in your life, in parentheses here, the holidays can be a time for some people where gratitude is really hard to feel. Yep. Because it's where they're faced with loneliness. It's where they're faced with things that have gone wrong. It's a time for family to get together, for loved ones or friends or whatever to to get together and enjoy each other and their relationships and their histories together. But if you're alone or if you've gone through separation or loss or things like that, this is a time when that can really be difficult. Yeah, or when maybe there are strained relationships in the family, so then that gets a little bit complicated too. Yeah, the the classic movie scenario where somebody has to go to where the family is for the holidays. Yay, (laughs) this is going to be fun. Not, right? We're super lucky. We have amazing families on both sides. So we're blessed to not have that kind of situation. Yes, indeed. Very blessed. But there's also the struggles of the holidays when parents trying to give their children gifts and experiences to make the holidays memorable. But if finances are hard, then that makes the holidays complicated. Yeah. So when you're faced with those complications, when you're faced with the reality of things not going well, sometimes that can become the biggest thing. It's very easy for that to become the biggest thing. And even though you have a place to live, you have food to eat, you have so many other blessings in your life, so many other good things in your life. When our focus is really heavily on the things that are not going well, that can really bring our vibration down. It can really make it hard. In in some cases, focusing on that definitely can be a motivator, right? But if you're trying to feel gratitude, it's really important to maybe ask yourself the question, what are the things that you can do independent of gratitude or the pursuit of gratitude, what are the things that you can do to raise your your personal vibration? What things really work to help you get to a better space mentally, emotionally? Yeah, because if you're just trying to focus on, I need to be grateful, 
I need to feel more gratitude. I need to focus on all the good in my life. It can almost become a stick to beat yourself with. So not only are you struggling to feel grateful, but now you feel guilty because, well, everybody says that gratitude is the most amazing thing and we should have gratitude and it makes life better. And well, if I can't get there, then I'm lame and and now I feel bad about myself and that lowers your vibration even more. So you're right. What are those things that, aside from the pursuit of gratitude, that can raise your vibration? And we kind of talked about this in last week's episode of challenges are inevitable, but misery is optional. And it's finding those things like friends, music, uh, joyful activities, taking a bubble bath, you know, smelling your favorite essential oils, going on a walk in nature. You know, what are those things that do raise your vibration, that do reassure you, that do bring you peace? Yeah. For me, I find that there are a couple of things that are kind of surefire ways to at least boost my mood, yeah. right? To pull me out of any kind of hole that I'm in, even if it's just temporarily and even if it's just in that moment. For example, music yeah. is for me uh, just a, a huge blessing. I have my handful of go-tos from that movie, The Majestic. Yeah. You know, on that soundtrack, there's... Mm-hmm. Those two longer songs, uh, I can't remember what they're called, Luke and Adele and The Majestic and the Magic. I think those are the two. And it's 15 minutes of just pure heaven with those those songs. That song that you recorded (laughs) with our friends James and Chelsea Stevens, Laudate Dominum, (laughs) right? It's this beautiful, just, I I love listening to that. (laughs) Wow. When I'll be in, when I'm in the car and I'm, kind of having a hard time or whatever, I pull that out multiple times. And it just it really does have a, a special place for me. It really hits that vibration just right. The other day, I had the experience specifically I, that I recognized. There's uh, a religious song called My Shepherd Will Supply My Need. Mm. It's one that I was selected to sing a solo part for that quite a few years ago and wasn't able to. And then we, yeah. we figured out a way to still do that. Mm. But it was interesting how there are lots of lots of religious songs, especially that are very touching to me. But for some reason, that one, I felt like it grabbed me almost like a marionette, right? And just <laughs> lifted me up onto my feet <laughs> That's awesome. internally. I could really feel that. Uh, playing the piano for me is good, making music. But what I have mm-hmm. found is that even more than playing music, singing. Yes singing that beautiful music, mm-hmm. actually creating it with not just my fingers, but with my from my heart. Because you can feel when you mm-hmm. sing, you feel it resonate from inside of you. There's something about pulling that out of you to sing those songs that, at least uh, particular kinds of songs for me, I, I do mm-hmm. not have a pop voice. I can't sing those. <laughs> it doesn't... It doesn't lift me up to sing, <laughs> sing like that because I don't do it very well. But right. the religious type of songs, bringing those out anyway, yeah. it's the creation of music, not just the experiencing of it sometimes, mm-hmm. but the, it is the creation of music from within you does something magical to, to raise your vibration. Yes, it does. There's something special about being the instrument, mm. not just 
playing it or listening to yeah. it, but being the instrument that produces that beautiful, inspiring sound. And it's that creation experience. It's that uh, you're creating something that is part of you that can now be experienced by someone else. Yeah. That for me too is is so huge, whether it's music or a podcast episode or something beautiful to look at, like decorating our Christmas tree mm. the other day. It was it was happy and uplifting to watch the tree come to life. I love that. And yes, we do decorate our Christmas tree before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's my birthday wish, so I, I I get to do it. <laughs> I get what I want on my birthday in this way. Yeah. What you say about being the instrument. There's so many different ways where we can be the instrument. Well, lately we have been really working hard to keep our vibration high because we're faced with some pretty staunch challenges. Some that go back, way back, and that are resurfacing. And some that are just life, just just life just trying to get through and rise above the difficulties, etc. And it has been really, really easy for me to just let my vibration go down to just be really low. Mm-hmm. And it's been so easy. And, you know, I'll get on these waves of, of momentum where I feel like, yeah, I can do anything and I feel really good. But then whether it's through just getting tired or something happens or whatever, I feel, I feel it drop. And that's where I was on Sunday when I had the choice as to whether in Sunday evening, whether I was going to do a couple of things. One of them is that we have some friends who have gone through some real particular trials and we had made an extra batch of rolls and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a 10 minute drive to take it to them. And I, I just really didn't want to go anywhere. Another thing is I'd been asked to sing a song with somebody uh, in our church meeting uh, this upcoming Sunday. And so we were going to practice it and the practice was being scheduled for later than what I wanted to do. And I'd had a good day that so far. But by the time we got to that point, I was tired. I just really, really didn't want to go anywhere. And I was feeling kind of down and woe is me and <laughs> different things. Yeah. But then I, I thought about it and I, I, I decided, I remembered that earlier that day and in some previous days, by doing something, it had changed things for me. And... I wanted to be known to myself as the kind of person who can do things even when it's uncomfortable, do things that I know are good, even when it's uncomfortable, who can show up even when it's uncomfortable, or I really don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, (laughs) you know, I I could easily be a toddler on the ground, (laughs) kicking and screaming, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, right, internally, but I, uh, I decided, no, I'm, I'm going to do this. And a couple of things happened. First off, the decision that said, no, I'm going to do this, that, yeah. I, I felt a shift happen That's when that powerful. happened. And then I, I drove up the 10 minutes to, you know, to go deliver those roles to a dear friend and had just a delightful, <laughs> delightful conversation there in the entryway with him and a couple of his kids. And it just felt good. 
it just felt good. I left with a skip in my step. Mm-hmm. I, they got roles, which are amazing roles, by the way. <laughs> Tiffany makes amazing roles. So they got the roles and et cetera. And, you know, they received a visit, which hopefully was, was a blessing to them, mm-hmm. but it certainly was a blessing to me. And my vibration, way up. <laughs> then I went over to, to this song practice. Uh, again, other dear friends of ours, the act of creating music mm-hmm. and being in that space where you are trying to really create something with a, with a genuine purpose to do a good job, but really t- to present something that is going to be beneficial to others and also a representation of, our, of what we believe, right? A mm-hmm. representation of our faith and our, our, our great desires. And I left there. Much brighter. Much brighter, <laughs> just feeling yeah. good. So when I came home... I was bright again. I felt really good again. And that carried with me through the rest of the night. I think I've gotten into a a little bit of a rut over the last while where I'll do something good that will bring those those positive feelings and the good vibrations. And I'm able to look and feel grateful for all kinds of things and see things in perspective, see our trials in perspective, see our losses and our struggles and all of those things in perspective and and have this spirit of gratitude about me. But then I don't continue in that. I don't put enough deposits in that. Mm-hmm. I, don't put, I don't put myself in a position enough to raise that vibration. It's so easy to do something good and then to go back to the same low vibration activities that you have become accustomed to mm-hmm. over the last while. Well, even if they're not necessarily low vibrations, they're just not proactively raising your vibration, right? They're just normal life things that right. you have to do every day that that come up, whether it's you know doing the dishes or it's you know doing laundry or whatever it is. It's not that there's anything bad necessarily that has to happen, but that lack of intentional positive deposits, like you say that can just slowly wane that high vibration. Yeah. Well, I think about it as well. When What you said earlier about being the instrument, right? Yeah. There's something about being a creator mm-hmm. of light. Yes. As you create light, you, you receive more light versus being a consumer of light. Yeah. When you're a consumer of light, then you're kind of subject to whatever light somebody is putting off. And not all light is equal in those kinds of creations. So if you're going to plop yourself down in front of the TV, you're being subjected to Mm -hmm. whatever light the creators of those programs has. And quite often it's very dark. Yeah. Not to say don't do that, because obviously there there are great films and great shows and other things. But really evaluate the things that you are consuming. What light are you consuming? Yeah. And what is it doing to you? Is, your, is the light that you're consuming actually making you feel darker? Right. Or is it lifting you up? We can consume light in books. We can, you know, in, in the music we listen to, in social media. There are all different kinds of light that some of it really does uplift and some of it ends up not yeah leave, leaving you feeling dark yeah heavy and 
yeah. and not really what we mm. want, even though sometimes we think, oh, this mm. is fun entertainment, but then we get to the end and we feel heavy and like we missed something or like there is a lack all of a sudden where maybe we were okay before. Yeah. yeah. Those choices are really important. Changing the subject a little, but still how to, how to raise that vibration. So we've talked about being an instrument and all of those things. Another thing that can help raise our vibration is to think about and pursue goals. Yeah. Going through the difficult work of growing and developing yourself into something that that is more than what you are now is a difficult process. It's an uncomfortable process. Mm-hmm. But there is something that happens to you when you do that. You know, if, when you work out, there's that that high that comes, yeah. right, after, after the workout, the endorphins or whatever yes. it is that, <laughs> that flow through you and, and you're, you're kind of on a, on a higher plane mm-hmm. there for a little bit. Even though you're tired, you know, you've really put in concerted effort into something that is good for you. Right. The same when you're pursuing any other kind of goal. It doesn't mean that going through it is enjoyable. In fact, when I go through a workout, I'm usually very unhappy and uncomfortable throughout much of it, right? But the end result is that you really feel good. or satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. Thinking about goals, thinking about what you want in life when you're at a lower vibration sometimes can be very, very difficult to do, though. I was reminded of an exercise that we went through several years ago where we were asked to write down on a piece of paper, write down a list of things that we want in our lives. Mm. And everybody around me is just, you know, writing away. And I'm sitting there looking at a blank page. I could not get to a place in that moment where I could think about what I wanted. Yeah. All I could think about were the things that I didn't want anymore. Right. So what did I, I do? I, I actually, in this case, was able to take a, a certain kind of action. I flipped that page over and I started writing down all the things that I did not want. Yeah. And that list just kept going and going and going and going. But after a little bit, I felt it start to peter out a bit. The, that energy left of the, the negativity of yeah. uh, what, I, what I didn't want. And I was able to just flip that page over. And all of a sudden, I could start writing down the things I did want. Yeah, so awesome. there is value in having a throwaway page mm-hmm. where you can just <laughs> dump it out mm-hmm. and just get rid of those things that are encumbering your ability to tap into what you really do want in your life, that encumber your ability to focus on things that are good. Sometimes you just have to acknowledge the things that are not so good. And when you do that, it kind of gives you some of your power back. Yeah, and they're not screaming so loudly anymore, trying to be heard, trying to get that attention you give them that contained, specific attention, acknowledge them, and then set them aside intentionally. I love that. That space that that creates is really powerful. Yeah. It's helped me a number of times in a number of ways, that kind of exercise. I have a good friend who calls it the, uh, the right burn and learn. Mm-hmm. Where you you just dump those things onto a page, the things that are bothering you, and you just get rid of them. And then you can take it to that next stage, and you can burn that page. Or you can just throw it, crumple it up and throw it away or, right. or whatever. Or if you're writing it in a journal and you... I, 
I'm not saying you have to get rid of them, but I, I have found many, many times in my life that just through journaling, just in my journals, writing out the things that are bothering me, it's, it's very cathartic. I'm able to process through them, and it's not just complaining. It's actually trying to work through them, right? right? The it's, intention behind it is super important. The intention is important. It's not just to gripe and complain and right. moan and have a pity party, right? It's to actually just get it out yeah. and get through it. And so it becomes something that is out on the page instead of inside of you. Yes. And you can look at it, you can see it, and you can begin to process it differently. You know, in, in any kind of negotiation or any kind of difficult conversation with somebody, it's always good to detach what's being spoken about from the individuals and put it out on the table, yes. right? Sometimes we have to do that to ourselves, Absolutely. for ourselves, is detach it from ourselves, get it out on the table, because when it's out at arm's length, mm-hmm. you can do something about it. Yeah. It's no longer tangled up in your identity, too. Mm. So it's easier to let go of that wound, let go of mm. that that negative belief, let go of that hurtful thing, and be able to heal it, to resolve it, and move on. That's super important, because if something that is hurting us, and it's inside of us, and we can't distinguish between that wound and ourselves, it's nearly impossible to heal it, because it feels like it's a part of us, and we can't just disregard a part of us that our subconscious just won't let us do that. Right. But I love that you said that. Being able to quantify it and pull it out from us and set it on the table, set it, you know, pull it at arm's length and be able to look at it almost objectively even and be able to think through it in a way that it's nearly impossible when you're wrapped up in it and totally feeling it. That's beautiful. What a powerful way to heal, to shift, to process difficult experiences. And in the process, truly raise your vibration, change your stars, right? I, I love this. We could keep going for an, a long time. So you're going to come back and we're going to do this again. All right. <laughs> um, this has been fun. Yes. Thank you so much. I want to say that last week in my business networking group, we had Mm -hmm. the opportunity to talk about something we're grateful for. And it was the day after your birthday. (laughs) And so you were very much top of mind. (laughs) But I stated then and there, and I'll state it again now, that I am so grateful for you. We have been through a lot together. And it's so interesting the cosmic collision that brought us together (laughs) on that dance floor (laughs) back in 1999 was exactly what what I needed. And I didn't know it. I I couldn't have known it at the time. We've talked about this story. Maybe we'll tell it another time about the vision I had in my mind of what was going (laughs) to happen right before I met you and how it was very different. But it was exactly the principle of what I was expecting happened, even though it happened in a very different way than what I was expecting. Another good principle. Another good principle. Thank you. And yeah, God knew that I needed you. And I get to see that on a a regular basis, just just how wise he was in bringing us together, bringing you to me. And I just wanted to say that. 
Thank you. Well, now that I am flying high, my vibration's super bright and high, we want to send out some happy holidays to you and hope that you can find some peace and gratitude and joy in these beautiful holidays and be able to raise your vibration so that you can feel the gratitude and not just beat yourself up with it because you know you should be grateful. <laughs> Any last thoughts? I guess, you know, even the smallest of instruments can make a difference. Mm. Uh, so playing on the theme that we talked about earlier, if you find yourself in a moment or having a moment or a series of moments <laughs> where things are just not going well, and you're not handling it well. I invite you to consider how you can be an instrument. And if you think that thought and it completely turns you off, then if you're feeling good after listening to this <laughs> podcast or in a moment when you are feeling good, anticipate those moments by doing yourself a favor and giving yourself a gift of writing down... At three to five things, or just one, if that's all you can think of, however many things you can think of that can be your go-to. Yeah. What can you do for yourself that can raise your vibration, that can, even for just a moment, lift you up? It's amazing what it can be. I remember, I'm, I'm an avid golfer, and I remember a few years ago trying to get myself into the right vibration to go play golf. And, you know, it's a kind of a peaceful sport, et cetera. But what's crazy is that uh, if you've ever heard of uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, <laughs> they're not exactly what you would call a peaceful music group, but their Wizards of Winter was exactly the vibration that I needed <laughs> to get me into the right space for, for what I was going to go do on the golf course that day, right? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be just sacred music or it doesn't have to be a Hallmark movie, right? <laughs> it, can be, it can be something even a little bit edgier or grittier that can still give you that traction that you need to, mm -hmm. to rise up. So that's just my invitation is over the next few weeks and, you know, next few months that you make it an effort to keep your vibration up a bit, to do those things and have your go-tos that can help you in those moments so that you can be happy. That's really what this is about, is being happy and not just happiness, but joy. Yeah. You know, that kind of happiness that comes from, from things that really, really matter. And be the instrument and find the instruments that work for you to raise up your vibration. There's a, one more quote by Albert Schweitzer. At times, our own light goes out and is rekindled by a spark from another person. Each of us has cause to think with deep gratitude on those who have lighted the flame within us. Mm, I love that. We all need to light each other's flames. Yes. There will be times when you can be the spark for someone else, and there will be times when you need the spark from someone else. So find your go-tos. I love it. Thank you so much. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being with me. Remember to share this episode with three people who you feel could use it today. Don't want to wait for next week for new insights and wisdom? 
go to www.tiffanygarvin.com slash emotional healing for a free guide to help you begin healing the emotional wounds that are holding you back. Again, the link is tiffanygarvin.com slash emotional healing. It will be in the show notes as well. I believe in you. See you next week.